Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. And I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted podcast where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofskin. All the light we cannot see is just like all the small things. All the bright places are revealed by all the stars and all the armors and tears of the kingdom. All the Taylor Swift set lists? Well, all I can say is that all the Google Sheets functions. Joining us today are all the usual, all the pretty girls on a Saturday night, including Kevin. All the t- all the causes of tiredness and fatigue, Jager. How how is all that stuff good before? And I got all the causes of tiredness and fatigue. (laughs) Kimberly, Kimberly, to all the boys I've loved before, Game Master and unofficial babysitter of the hour is on podcast maternity leave. So naturally, we got our delivery of papes to be passed out by Aaron J. Albano. All the papes. And with us today is the author of the new, new, new book, All the Right Notes. Let's give a big broad-waisted welcome to friend of the show. Friend of, friend the, of the show. Dominic Lee. Hello. So if, if you were wondering, I typed in all the into a Google search. And those are the things that came up in order. Uh, yes. Including, yes, including the all the armors and tears of the kingdom and the Taylor Swift list, set list. Not, <laughs> all the, not all the armors and tears of the kingdom. That is some algorithm showing. Search. Oh, yeah. Because I've searched that multiple times in the past month, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mm. <laughs> um, well, Dominic, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited to talk about this book. But before we get into any of that good stuff, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What am I drinking? I am drinking... Um, whiskey on the rocks. Mm. And, uh, um, so when you, so I buy all my alcohol at Safeway and, um, 
So what, I, what is a Safeway? Say oh, oh, oh right. Safeway yes. is a gr- I know, like Aaron. It's a is, grocery store. It's like the is Safeway where they change your windshields. No, <laughs> that's Safeway. Safeway I think it's. I think it's Safe Light. Isn't it Safe Light Repair? Safeway is 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 a West Coast um grocery brand. Yes, she's born with it. Maybe it's Safeway. Oh, that's a subway no. shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a grocery, and that's where I get my liquor. And in order to bypass, like all the top shelf stuff is like locked away, and you have to sure. call for someone to unlock it. So I always get bottom shelf. So this is bottom bottom shelf whiskey on the rocks. You we it's amazing. Would have it no other way here on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> fantastic, Aaron. What are you drinking? I. I mean, all Broadway Broadwaisted fans know that I usually love a good uh, red wine um, yeah. for these things. It is summertime and it is warm, so I have foregone my um, my red wine, and I am in my tequila era. Yes, <laughs> I am definitely drinking a tequila pineapple on the rocks. Ooh. That sounds um, amazing. It's pretty good, and it was and the the tequila was a gift to me, so it tastes very well, and it tastes at least mid shelf to top shelf. So I'm <laughs> I love it. I'm quite and- happy. The combo with the puka shells you're wearing is just like pure island vibes. Oh, it's per- it, it, these are some pearls because pearls are the new. Oh, pearls. oh, pearls, pearls are, are the, the new puka. puka. Shells. Sorry, <laughs> your pearls don't come across. Your pearl necklace doesn't come across on uh, Zoom as well. On Zoom, as I, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that's a sentence that is out there in the world right now. <laughs> you know what? Happy Pride. Uh. Happy Pride. Pride. We're, two, we're two weeks late, but happy Pride. <laughs> it's always Pride to hear Broadway said. That's right. Amen. Uh, Kevin, what are you drinking? Um, I remember that I still have uh, one more solid margarita left in my uh, margarita pitcher that I keep oh, in the fridge oh. during the summer. Nice. I'm always like, why am I not losing the weight that I'm trying to lose in the summer? And I'm like, oh, maybe a margarita pitcher. It's not this part. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and then, Ke- and then Brian, what are you what are you drinking? Um, I have some tequila on the rocks. Um, it is Kirkland tequila. <laughs> oh, is that, love Kirkland. Is that, in, uh, is that in your grandmother's glass? What was that like designer glass thing? Oh, gorgeous. this is my this is my beautiful little rocks glass. Yeah, yeah. It's very exciting. It's quite it looks like good. a gorgeous candle, like a, a candle holder. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with your Costco tequila, perfect. Like I wanna, like, yeah, I want to put a votive in it. <laughs> yeah, my Costco tequila left still left over from my bachelor party uh, over a year ago. Work beautiful. Um, but um, now that we have decided what we're drinking, um, Dominic, what's your favorite uh, musical? I almost said, what's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> well, if you want to answer that too, but uh, we could go into yeah. that. What's your favorite uh, my, musical? So I have a I have a favorite musical that I say in real life, and then I have a favorite musical that I only tell to close friends. Um my oh my favorite God, musical I'm so excited. <laughs> uh I would say Merrily We Roll Along. So I'm really excited to see the the Broadway revival. Do you have a preference of which way to watch it? Is Ooh. there is there more than one way? No, I'm just asking a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because it's a ba- yeah. it's like a backwards movie, so like you can right. watch yeah. it. Yeah, but yeah. like, I'm, I'd I'd like to take this moment to apologize to all of you. <laughs> I think people have learned by now. Brian has a fantastic voice, so everything he says sounds legit. But you have to sometimes <laughs> dissect it and be like, 
No, that was not a real fetish. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I can probably guarantee, because I have made these for other shows, I'm sure there's like a Spotify playlist with like, Merrily We Roll Along, in order. In order. Or, oh, yeah. definitely. Last five years, in order. Or, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or last five years one way and uh, merrily going the other way, but like mesh together. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, I yeah. definitely In have a, I definitely have a have a have a playlist of last five years, quote unquote, perfect version. Mm. I've t- picked out of all the four different like oh um, oh well like what In, your preference is each yes for each song? In order of yes because that's a BFA nerd over here but that's cool. Any case. Yeah, you're like nerd. I'm, we're all like, oh. Um, okay, so that's your favorite. What you tell people, musical, or is that your? Yeah, home? Okay. yeah, that's what I tell people, and it is. I mean, yeah, it is. Great. <laughs> so, what's the what's your favorite in the privacy of your own home? So I, no one ever knows what musical this is, but you guys probably will. Hello again, by Michael. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh. oh man. You just struck oh, gold. You just with made Kevin. a really good friend. Oh. I'm gonna. I, Aaron, Aaron and I are gonna mute, and you could just take over the rest of the podcast. <laughs> I love hello again. And I got like reamed out by this team because we watched the movie version. Uh-huh. And I, like, I don't get it. And I was like, no, wait. wait. <laughs> we were not fan. We like it was the. No. Just picture Donna Murphy. It'll work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. totally. The movie is the the out al- the the album. The 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 cast album recording? is way better than the movie. The cast oh, recording yeah. is way better than the movie. Okay, yeah. Are you telling me that Rumor Willis didn't give the perfect performance? God bless. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> At least we recorded our thoughts. We did, we did, and then we ra- and then we ranked the movie. So <laughs> yes, there's nothing so, like nothing like hearing Rumor Willis do that. Like. Hello again, rising belt that is so auto tuned that you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> did, did any of you guys ever see the original original production? No, sadly, no. no. Okay, there, so I wonder if there's a slime tutorial because I would yeah, like to watch that. I saw, I need, I saw, I didn't see the, I didn't see it live, but when I was in college, we wanted to do it at in school. So when I, I was like for spring break randomly that year, I was in New York. And so I went to the the library and I was like, we're, we're planning to do this musical and I want to see the recording. So I got to see the recording of it, which was really great. Cool. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. It was yeah. Yeah, what, just as amazing. What strikes you about it? Like, why, why, why do you, why are you attracted and drawn to that show? I mean, I, I think when I, when I first heard it, I mean, cause it's, it's so old now. I mean, I was, it was so profoundly queer to me. Like it was just really queer, really sex forward, totally unapologetic about those things. And, and the form was just so weird and beautiful. And the music was just, it, it's really the music for me. I mean, sure. I, mm-hmm. I think it's always got to be about the music first. I mean, I mean it's Michael musician, John, right? So. It's Michael John, John Lake. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And that is my favorite thing by him. I've, I've liked other stuff, but sure. not as much. Yeah. It is fascinating that, and we'll get to this when we start talking about the reason you're here. Um, you've picked two shows that jump forward and back oh, in that's time. that's true. Quite mm-hmm. a bit. And so, so does um, my book. Yeah. So does your book. So <laughs> we'll get there in a second. But yeah. Well, 
yeah. I want so for any of you regional theaters out there, I'm getting here's an idea for free. I'd love to see a season or at least like a rep, uh, like a rep season or a summer stock of time traveling musical. Yeah, that'd be great. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Like, aren't there? And, I guess they are, aren't there? Mm-hmm. Like I mean, Back to the Future, the musical. <laughs> yeah. To <laughs> <laughs> say, to say, there's literally like, one right now. Yeah. And, 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 and I, and I, make- I can. Sorry, Sorry Kevin. didn't they make Somewhere in Time a musical? That oh, lovely Christopher Reeve. Uh, and did they? Wow. I think somebody did, right? Maybe I don't know. I'm not I need sure. to look that up. I'm pretty sure somebody made that into a musical. I don't know. I don't think it went anywhere, but mm, I'm pretty wow. sure that like a regional production of it existed. Yeah, it's, oh, it's wow. somewhere in time. Stop it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I'm trying to think like, and I guess you could use that term loosely time travel. Sure. Because yeah. like, you know, whether it is just in concept or whether it is like actually a part of the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested. I'm interested. I like I'm, it. Yeah. I like that could be a, a, a wide season, which could be good. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, dude, so you grew up, Dominic, you grew up on the West coast. I did. Yeah. But um, I, I, like Aaron, I mean, well, we're both from the Bay area. Okay. Yeah. Now, growing up in terms of falling in love with musicals, you know, was it movie musicals? Was it tours? Did you go to New York a lot or not at all? Like, um, how, how did you kind of like fall in love with the art form? Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't go to New York until I was in college. So it was definitely mo- movies, PBS, good old PBS. That's how sure. I saw Into the Woods for the first time. Mm-hmm. Good old you PBS know. Into the Woods. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's how I, it, and when I was a kid, it was always, we always watched The Sound of Music every Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's just like, that, that's how I fell in love with musicals. Yeah. That makes, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a, uh, is there a movie musical that like you just like, is is let me rephrase that is the sound of music that that movie musical that you put in a pedestal like is that like the one or do you have others i mean probably for nostalgic reasons but um god i mean oh now you're putting me into a spot good i I think the the first thing that comes to my head that i i love and i don't know if this is controversial but i love the dream girls musical because i love jay hud we are we are i think i forget are we I mean, I am. Are liked we, it. I'm, I'm pro. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I think it is great, especially yeah. at its at the remember. time. At the time, <laughs> I remember. <it> was, <laughs> at the time, it was such a like a big like yeah thing, you know, with yeah. Beyonce for God's sake. So totally, yeah. and the show is so strong too. So that's, the show is strong. That, yeah, yeah. Nice. The movie held up though. Like mm-hmm. when we, cause, yeah, like we watched it for the podcast a bit ago, and I, I, I think in, in general it held up. I think so. Yeah. Yeah um cool so so tell me how did you find yourself as an author like like what was the journey there i know we're like jumping ships like very quickly (laughs) but like i guess like how did you get from uh, tell us a little bit about your journey to finding your voice through prose yeah it was kind of like a pre-midlife crisis i think is what happened (laughs) because i had yeah i was in the i was i was pursuing theater for a while in my 20s that's when i met aaron because we both did a production together at uh where was it at pclo Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh yeah CLO. what'd you do miss saigon miss saigon nice like the only I thing heard, i ever did i've heard of it i've heard of it all right which one of you is kim and which one of you is mimi <laughs> we switched off 
Okay. We switched off. We, it was in rap. We uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kid, you kid, but every production of Miss Saigon I did, I had to wear drag. I don't because You did. That is very I don't cool. understand what it was about. Oh me, yeah. Yeah. We had the infamous like drag version of American Dream. Yeah. And you came out and you came out and you and I think I forget who the other I forget who else did. Um were it you was, were you fierce about it though? No. Was, uh, was I was I what about it? Furious Fierce. Fierce. Oh yeah, I was. Okay, that's, yeah. all, that's all that matters. <laughs> I mean, my my makeup was jacked, but I mean, I had no clue. <laughs> but you were gorgeous, especially In for my Pittsburgh. Own mind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> especially for Pittsburgh, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, apologies to all of our Pittsburgh oh, yeah. listeners. <laughs> in Pittsburgh of 2003. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just 20 it's a years totally ago. Totally different city now. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um sorry to cool. so yes, I was doing theater and then um I stopped. I went to I went to I went to music school in Indiana. I went to Indiana University to get my degree in music, but it was for a weird reason. It's because I was doing a lot of ch- I was singing a lot of church music in New York and I started singing as a countertenor. You guys know what a counter. You guys know what a countertenor yeah. is, right? Mm-hmm. So I was doing all this like countertenor repertoire, and I just I decided to go get a, a, a degree in early music, where I was like singing Baroque and 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 Renaissance music and stuff That's like so that. That's so wild. As a countertenor, I know it was completely different from what I was doing. Wait, you were singing broke, but did you eventually make money? Great no. question. <laughs> but I'm. <laughs> And for those and for those people who are listening and don't know what a counter tenor is, um, it's a diner waiter uh, who sings tenor, but he uh, runs the countertop. Right. It's an ensemble <laughs> member who's singing the tenor track, but has trouble with rhythm. So he's always counting in his head. One, two, three. Welcome, Dominic. This is what I do. With it all the time. It's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah so no i count yeah counter tenor is a is a man who sings in a female range so i was singing soprano and stuff like that um, i love that you needed to clarify because we were afraid to yeah, well, if he didn't i was about we, to so we derailed this i could not have these people thinking that one of those answers is true <laughs> <laughs> um, um yeah, so I quit. I would my my my. I don't know what the fuck my goal was. I don't know. So I, I graduated basically, and I had no I had no idea what the fuck I was doing with my life. So, um, but you I was, had a degree. I had you a degree in degree. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. was which was great. Um, but I started. I I you know I worked. I I went to a a, a biotech to work in the legal department because I've always been like a legal support person and. Um, and then I just kind of started writing. I just started taking classes and one thing led to another. And I think the, the, the thing that made me go forward with it is that everywhere that I took a class, the teacher always took me aside and was like, Hey, you should probably keep going with this. Cause I, you know, you got something. So yeah, that's when really, you keep getting that, it's, it's yeah. good. I certainly didn't get that in New York. So <laughs> wait, you, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> outside that, validation really because everyone gets that right yeah right yeah. well shout out to teachers for recognizing yeah. talent and 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 uh and um and fostering motivating it, it fostering yeah, it for totally. sure totally absolutely mm-hmm. that's awesome so yeah i mean one thing led to another and then i just started publishing short stories mm-hmm. then started writing a novel and then i published it so that's amazing that's yeah. so incredible um 
Do you know where else we? Uh, oh, I, I, I just, I. <laughs> go on, go for it. You got uh, it. Yeah. Do you know where else uh, we counter publish uh, and foster talent and foster talent? We actually foster talent there. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's take a step back. Let's do it again. Um, do you know where oh, there's another place where we Fosca talent here at Broadway stand? <laughs> Tuesdays in the in corner, the corner with, with Kevin. Kevin. It's Kevin's corner. Yay. So just like Kevin's corner, we got here ass backwards. We're going to stay that way for the rest of it. <laughs> so here we go. Welcome to Kevin's Corner, the best part of the show, because I can do and say and ask whatever I want. So today, I thought it would be fun, since uh, gentle listeners, if you weren't aware, uh, Dominic wrote this amazing book, but it's not just amazing that Dominic is here. It's also super cool that Aaron is here, because Aaron does the audiobook of it, which is super amazing. So you can actually get like a performance from Aaron using the words of Dominic, which is cool. So I thought for Kevin's Corner... I'm going to ask Dominic a series of questions about just life, just like short answer questions. But Aaron, as the voice, is going to answer, and we're going to see how many answers he can get correct. Hold on. Okay, so you're asking Dominic <laughs> you're asking me, I'm asking <laughs> questions about Dominic's life. Aaron is going to answer them because he's the voice of the book, and we're going to see how well you do if you're right or wrong about the answers. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be here we go. I love it. All right. Question number one is what is like a, a, like a food dish or something that makes you think of like amazing childhood times? Like what is like like some kind of food item that is just like that makes, brings back lots of childhood memories. So growing up in Oakland, California, I really grew up with a lot of Filipino food. And one of my favorite ones was uh Tokwat Baboy, which, um, is a vegetarian dish um, that is that has um, no wait no it's not because there's, it's there's so pork wrong in it. so many ways but keep going. Not, but there's also tofu in it but um, oh no no actually I like that meal but I what I like more is uh, a meal called chicken tenola which uh, my which uh, um, <laughs> my mom made for me <laughs> and I even included that um, that recipe in the book. Um, that you can uh, find and purchase um, at your local book dealer, dealer, book retailer. <laughs> yeah, you know those guys dealers. in the corner who just open their jackets, they have books. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, yeah, so, and that reminds me of childhood. My, yeah, me, my, my, myself, Dominic Lim. Yeah, your your answer started out as tofu bad boy, and then it became <laughs> it became what was the real answer? Chicken tenola, right? Chicken yeah. tenola. Yes. All right, Dominic, yeah. what was the real answer? Um, like Tang, but <laughs> great, but close. Yeah, great, fantastic. Yeah, great. I went the cultural oh, route. He went the um, actual childhood route. Yeah, so, that's, okay. that was great. my childhood. Great, awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you ever actually eat the Tang without adding water to it? Just like, oh my god, did you do that? No, is no, that even never, possible? You never tried that. I mean, I tried that with, but with Crystal Light packets instead oh. of. Instead of tang, but still, yeah. it's like also not okay. That's but not if you, okay. If you put it on your tongue, it was a really trippy sensation. Mm, <laughs> okay, so the second the second question is: You're an author, so I assume that you're also uh, a reader, if, if not an avid reader, but uh, some kind of reader. So, what would you say is a book that like 
signifies like your twenties, like a book that is like wow. your twenties. It really spoke to you or it like signifies at that time in your life or just like something that really pops out from your twenties, like a specific book. Growing up Filipino, I really loved the Holy Bible <laughs> because um, it really uh, impacted me both positively and negatively. Growing up in Oakland, California, my name is Dominic Lip. <laughs> Great. Okay. So um, the answer is uh, Jesus's Diary. Right. So, was the Holy Bible your favorite book of your 20s? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> spot on. Ding, 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 ding. I win. <laughs> All right. Eric gets a point. Great. Awesome. What was what was what would be the real answer? Um, I would say The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay by Michael Chabon. Has Word. anyone ever read that? Yeah, it's I've, really amazing. It's been recommended to me a lot, and I've oh, always yeah. like wanted to, and then I've never gotten around to it. Can you give yeah. us like a little like blip of what like like two sentences of what would be on the back? Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since I've read it, but it was basically about these two 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 best friends. One was gay at the height of like the comic book era, like when it was first when comic books were first starting to be written. And it's basically about their two lives, how they went through life creating this character. Um, the superhero character and uh, I th the thing that drew that drew me to it was the, the queer character and how his sure. trajectory through life. It was really beautiful. It, it was like a romance story, basically in a literary novel. Yeah. I love that. Um, I'm going to read that next. Yeah, it's great. All right, here we go. Uh, next question is uh, you definitely seem like a creative person who embraces and, uh, places like queerness at the forefront of a lot of your uh, stories or just like things that you like to also take in as a creative person to read or listen to or watch. Mm -hmm. um, so what was like, what is one of your favorite besides the book you just mentioned, what is like a pop culture, either TV film or uh, TV film or book other than what you just said that like, you really love the way that like queerness is, Uh, represented in that story. I can't hear your voice. I know, as um, <laughs> you know, growing up in the Bay Area, um, and and um, and and, and growing up uh, in an Asian um, community, um, I really loved uh, Sailor Moon growing up because it was it really allowed. Um, <laughs> It really spoke to queer voices in my generation before and after. So, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. yeah. I, I am Dominic Lim. Yep. Like, wow. I'm Sailor Moon's fierce. I love that. Voice, yeah. you, voice you is like super gay, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what would you say? Oh my god! That was right. That was that. that I mean, I, besides that was Sailor Moon, which I mean, is yeah. But besides right. that, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, so there. Are okay, I will say two things. One is right now, what I'm really into is Heartstopper because I really love that TV show on Netflix. It's so, it's so, so heartfelt, and these kids that actually look like high school kids. And um, Ooh. right. But when That's I was in my Yeah, when I was in my 20s, it was... Did any of you ever watch this movie called The Wedding Banquet? 
Yeah, I've seen The Wedding Banquet. Yeah, it's a great movie. It came out, yeah. I think, when I was in college about a Taiwanese guy and his boyfriend and this girl that one of them ends up getting... It's like a... Get, ends up getting pregnant. I mean, it's it's really bound in, like, uh, his the, the Taiwanese character's, like, um, struggle to be out to his family and to mm. present as, as straight. And it was really way ahead of its time, you know? So it's... And it's got an Asian... Central Asian character, which yeah. you never saw back then. Mm-hmm. You still kind of don't. So... Check cool. it out if you ever do. Yeah. Great movie. I, I second that. That's yeah. What I, I watched it in high school, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that's amazing. Uh, next question is, uh, who is your sexy celebrity crush? I'm interested to see what your voice has to say. <laughs> I mean, my I, I am Dominic's voice and we are a one. So, um, <laughs> You know, being a, be, being a powerful queer queer voice myself. Um, Sorry, where are you from? Uh, I'm from <laughs> California. Oh, okay. <laughs> the area. And I grew up uh, in, in a Filipino household. So um, <laughs> I think nowadays, um, only because I've heard myself say this um, on other podcasts already, that um, uh, especially when I was writing the book um, that I wrote that we're going to talk about in a little bit, um, I really was picturing, like, Henry Golding really uh, like is 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 a very attractive man, um, and has really been in the forefront of queer not queer uh, uh, Asian media lately. And he's been, um, a, I've been, he's he's been very the handsome. forefront of a lot of queer thoughts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, he is very handsome and um, is part of, is at least one of my celebrity crushes. Um, my name is Dominic Lim, and I grew up in Oakland, California. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, voice. And uh, Dominic, what's your answer? That's good. That's I would I would have said that as one of my answers. I think the other one is um, Jonathan Bailey. Because yes, you did say that. Yeah. I mean, I did say that. You uh, did say that. Taking <laughs> us back to the last five years. Oh yeah. yes. And you know what? That was a nice little bookend, which never happens here. So we're going to close Kevin's <laughs> Corner. Shut up. That was Kevin's Corner. Well done. <laughs> that was a good Kevin's Corner. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, well, as your voice has previously said, we are going to talk about your book. 
Um, I'm very excited to discuss uh, the book. For those of you who don't know, it was in the um, intro, um, All the Right Notes. Um, can you do a little bit of, uh, like, and if you're watching us, you can see the book here. Also, a link um, for the book is in the um, in the description of this episode. Um, but Dominic, can you explain to us uh, the a little a short synopsis of the book for those uh, listening? Sure. Um, so it is a um, queer Asian rom-com about a Filipino pianist and composer named uh, Kito Cruz and his second chance romance with a closeted Hollywood actor named Emmett Aoki. And they met in high school choir <clears throat> where um, Kito's dad was the uh, choir director and Kito was the pianist. And 20 years later, after they haven't talked for a really long time, Kito's dad uh, is retiring and he wants to throw up, have this big concert and he's invited his son to play for it and he wants Emmett to come and sing for it. And he's asked Kito to just tell him to sing because he thinks they've been best friends for the past 20 years, mm. but they haven't because something happened in college that made them sort of not talk to each other for, you know, decades. So um, it's about that. And it's about second chance. It's about music. It's about second chances. It's about finding out what really drives you in life. Um, your inspiration for art. Um, there's a lot of food in it. That was my editor's choice. Not really mine, but people <laughs> seem to like it. So um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And it, it's very queer. It's very people of color. All the characters in it are either queer or people or a person of color, and they they are usually both. So um, that that was very important to me writing sure. this book. So yeah. What um what do you want people to you know once they sit down and read it or listen to it because Aaron is the voice, um uh reading it to them softly as they as they sit in their you know comfortable chairs and you know zone out into the world of all the right notes um <laughs> but uh what do you want people to walk away with once they finish it like what what was your intention i think there is there are two main things that i wanted well no i, I think it, it really boils down to one that the people in this book are are deserving of love and a happy ending and I, I wrote this book because growing up, I was always looking for stories about, you know, gay romance, gay love stories. And I was always looking for Asian characters or Filipino characters, but never the, the two shall meet, mm -hmm. you know. And, and sometimes they did, but not in a happy way. And we all know that there are so many gay books out there where it's just about trauma. It's about oppression. It's about... You know, and I I didn't want to do that. And I did not actually set out to write a romance book. I just wanted to write a book with fucking happy ending to it. I didn't want, like, sure. people, I didn't want the whole conflict to come because they were so horrified about being gay or someone was horrified about them being gay or mm -hmm. whatever. Like, it's just, it just is. And they are just Asian. They are just Filipino. They are just queer. And the whole thing is they need to put on a concert and they need to, you know, do the boogie in the sheets later on. So that's it. Like sure. that's, that's the main thing. <laughs> I mean, there are other conflicts in it, but well, sure, you know what sure. I mean? Yeah. But that, that's wonderful. I feel like, uh, I, the world needs more straightforward, um, narratives in terms yeah. of like, just tell a nice story with these people who are just people. Tell I think a good that's, story. <clears throat> yeah. 
I was what was I? I was just listening to this other podcast with Kosoko Jackson, who also is a he's black. He's a queer writer too, and he was saying how you know he wants to get to a point where black people don't have to write about black excellence. You know, mm. we can just write black stories. They don't all have to be about succeeding and being the best person. It can just be them needing to find your the true love or whatever. And that's what I want to do about. Asian characters, Filipino characters, it doesn't have to be about needing to be the best or yeah. you know, triumphing. It's just them living them their lives, you mm-hmm. know. Um that's wonderful. Um, you know, especially in today's world, just a positive slice of life. Oh yeah. Stories, especially right now. Yeah, it's very, very much needed. Now um I can sorry. I ask a question? Nope. Mm-hmm. Um oh, oh yeah, okay, sure. Dominic. <laughs> Um, how upset were you when your agent called you and told you that you were stuck with Aaron J. Albano to be the voice for your book? Yeah, that was Great horrifying. Question. I cried for quite a while. Dang. Well, it was nice uh, talking to you all. <laughs> I imagine you. I imagine you sitting at your window, looking at the moon, like singing countertenor, and like, so, <laughs> like oh. just like. <laughs> oh, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> No, it was amazing. It was it was it was such a weird, beautiful story. Like Elise Green, who's the producer of the audiobook, says in her I don't know how many years of being a producer for audiobooks, is she's never seen anything happen that is just so magically like kismity, you know, because I was waiting <clears throat> I was waiting to find out who would be auditioning for my book. You know, it was getting close to the publication date, and she finally sent me the the two auditions and one was from a guy who had like done all these dozens of books and won all these awards and then there's Aaron who had never done a single book and she and she yeah nothing and she was like so there's this other guy just listen to it you know he's never done anything but just 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 listen to it because he's got something and he's and she was like but he knows you and I was like yeah I know him god we did we did Miss Saigon so uh, it was, it was no, I called her right there. I was like, Elise, 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 I know Aaron. I like, he, he like, he has to do it. Like he'll, and he'll sing it and he'll be amazing. And this will be his first thing, but that's just, people are going to love it. And he's amazing. I don't know if you've listened to it, but he's just absolutely fantastic. And I've gotten all these, I don't even, I try to forward them to him when I get them, but I get all these messages about how he's so perfect on this book. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Which so is what incredible. It's his first book. So what you're saying is, when the other guy turned you down, you... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was also going to say, you, you said it's Aaron's first book. We should talk about this. Aaron, what was it like to open a book for the first time? <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> it was great. Um, I had to phonetically learn the, all of the words in this 340-page book. The struggle was real. Aaron mm-hmm. hasn't done books, but he's done like seven radio plays. <laughs> that's fair. That's true. Fair. No, it was. Um, it, it, thank you so much for trusting me to do this. It was really, it's, well, it was really fantastic. Let's let's talk a little bit about that because I'm very interested. Like, um, in terms of when you were recording Aaron and when you mm-hmm. read it for the first time, like, what was your process and Dominic? Like, how how involved were you in the audiobook process? Like, you know, were you kind of helping along? You know, was it was it like was it was um 
Aaron text you like outside of things to ask you. Like, I guess like I'd love to know that process. In Were general, you standing behind him with a ruler? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> just a ba- just like a ballet mistress <laughs> right. with like a stick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so I, I mean, much like Dominic just said, like, I, like what's so funny is because we did Saigon together, but for all intents and purposes, like we sort of lost touch. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't spoken in forever, and then. Um, his producer, Elise, I guess our producer, Elise, reached out to me through my website and was like, hey, just wanting to know if you were int- would, would be interested in um, auditioning for this um, audiobook. It, it's a Filipino author. He would love a Filipino artist. Um, and uh, it's this new new uh, rom-com Dominic Lim, written by Dominic Lim. And I was like, I know a Dominic Lim. I I like look him up quickly on Facebook because we're still Facebook friends. But again, because we haven't spoken in forever, it he, he's fallen low on my algorithm. So I was like, let me look him up. The book is all over his Facebook page. And I'm like, cool. it's the it's Dominic. So I was like, yes, I would love. Yes, I'm very interested. I think I know Dominic. Let me, let me know what happens. And then so fast forward, I very wonderfully. Get, and of course, the second that that happened, I texted Dominic and be like, Hey, um, congrats on the book. And also I think I'm going in for you in like a second <laughs> to which I like record. The, the, so at least ask Dominic, re- Dominic wrote back new phone. Who dis? <laughs> Precisely. Cause I hadn't heard from the other guy yet. No, uh-huh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so then I record the sample he they get it sent. Dominic texts me back like the day they make they made decision. He's like, I think I just got you a job. I'm like, awesome. Great. And then this this happens. Um, to which I read the book. I love the book. And I've told Dominic this, so this is not new. But like I've never in my life like because I I don't really read romance. I don't really read well, I do now because after this book, but like prior well, to this, you've this never was, you've never read before this book. I've never read a book, so <laughs> it's definitely like Bible, something very new to me. <laughs> Except the Holy Bible, one hundred percent. Because you know, San Jose, California is very close to Oakland, California, and it's the only <laughs> book we have in the Bay Area. Yeah. So, yes. But And um, we all know God. Uh, does the audio book for uh, for the Bible? <laughs> I thought I told you we didn't want to talk about Jesus. Oh, oh that's yeah, see, true. There that's we go. True. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, that's a much bigger question. Take that for Kevin's corner. Any case, <laughs> so so then um, I read the book. I love the book, but I've been taking sort of notes on the book, and I called Dominic, and I was like, "Hey, is there a world where we could like?" zoom before i start recording this thing so we can like talk about like different pronunciations of names and like different things and so we sort of reconnected that way Mm -hmm. um and and yeah and so i basically just asked like do you have any like specific preferences that you want me to because at the end of the and dominic was so gracious being like no this is i don't want to tell you how to do any of this and i was like thank you but also like this is your book this is not like yes i'm Thank you for like acknowledging my process, but I'm like, I want to do you justice. I want to do you, do you proud, do you good. Um, so if there's anything that you want from me outside of like pronunciations, then let me know. And so we were really, I feel like we were like pretty collaborative throughout the process. And then as I started recording, I would definitely like update him. Like if there was a cool thing that happened that day, like we'd record it. Like Elise was sending him videos of, 
the recording process. There was one part where I had to, um, uh, we were recording. So I'm singing on the book because yeah. there's a lot of music in the book. Um, and so, and Dominic wrote um, an original song uh, for the book. That oh, I, that's so cool. Yeah, it's super, mm-hmm. it's super cool. You guys, <laughs> like, it's really <laughs> awesome. Dominic, do you want to say anything about the song? Oh no! Yeah, really quickly, I I co-wrote there because there's it's it's like a I wrote it like a musical. It's sure. thematic. There's a song that just shows up in different points in the book. And mm-hmm. when I was writing the book, I was like, I need to have the song in life. So I I co-wrote the song with a composer friend of mine, and I posted it on on YouTube like years ago. And um, yeah, and Aaron recorded it. Whenever it comes up diegetically in the book, he sing he actually sings it. So cool. yeah, so, it's I- it's amazing. And so uh, th- there was one day because while we were recording the book, because there was a lot of different processes happening with it, um, I would read it as prose, and then on pickups day when I would mm. do pickups, we recorded all the music. So that's when I sort of Got did the song of. And so that day we hit. There's about like I think about four moments in the book where I burst into song like a musical, and so we recorded those. But the last one is a moment, is a very climactic moment when we um, have to sort of, uh, Dominic has written a beautiful sequence where um, it's at the, in the, sh- in, in the show, in the book, uh, a choir concert happens because he's a choir director. And so all the different main characters of the book start adding in as the song continues. And so um, we were trying to figure out how to do that. And so after some problem solving, we discovered that I'd, Okay, let me let me sing the let me sing the chorus as like the lead vocal as the lead character, and then um, we can have the other characters sort of add in with like oohs and ahs. So it becomes this like choral arrangement of, um, and it'll swell and it'll all be, be nice and climactic and la la la. Um, we didn't have any of that, so I had to sort of like make up. Um, the parts in the room as we went. So um, it took us about 20 minutes where they would just play the track over and over and over again um, to where I would just like make up a tenor part, then make up a bass part, then make up an I didn't part. know that. And I thought Michelle was like, had scored it for you and you were just oh, singing n- the parts. Oh, no, no, no. We were just, pl- we were just, we were just playing oh, along with you. The- That's amazing. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron ruined the book. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so so during that process, I was like making up these parts um, and then like recording them like one by one cool. to which then our producer was like, can I record this? This is this seems like it's pretty cool. And I was like, yeah, sure, record it. And then we sent it to Dominic who. Yeah. And so like it was it was a cool like across the country, like sort of collaborative process That's um, awesome. where we would sort of update each other. And yeah, and it was it was really, really fun. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, well, you can get all the right notes um, wherever you – from what would you say? A book dealer from all your local book dealers. <laughs> um, uh, always having sales on holidays, those book your dealers. Book peddlers. Yeah, those book peddlers. <laughs> is, you know, right next to the Piragua guy. Look for the, the book. <laughs> the little carts. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in all seriousness, wherever you get books um, – uh, you can find this one. Uh, and I have the link uh, set up in our description of this episode. So you can dap- absolutely check that out. Um, and it'll send you to any place that you purchase um, uh, books. And the book is on Audible. 
and that's how you can get it to listen to Aaron J. Albano. And if you have never used Audible before, um, you, if you sign up, you get credits and you can use like you can use those to buy the book and yes. then listen to Aaron. So it's like it's a great way to try out Audible and decide if you love Audible. And then you can listen to books instead of read books. Because like, why use your eyes? Totally. Eyes stupid. stupid. Eyes are dumb. Eyes are overused. <laughs> um, well, fantastic. Should we should we play a game? Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Let's play a game. Okay. So the game that we're playing today is called uh, Let's Have a Gay Old Time. And um, the way it's going to work is we are going to come up. Uh, Brian is going to pick a tragic musical. And then. Like, Aaron, it's a tragedy or I don't like it. No, no, the musical's <laughs> plot line. The plot line is tragic. So, like, okay. Les Mis or something like that. And then Aaron and Dominic will work together to number one, give it a happy ending. And number two, find a way to put queerness into that oh, story. Oh, nice. Somehow. Okay, I love that. You're adding queerness and you're making it happy. So we're playing with both kind of terms of gay old time. Um, Nice, Brian. We'll we'll alternate with musicals. So Brian, give me the first one. Sure, Uh, I am gonna go with. uh, Let's go with Sweeney Todd. (sighs) Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Well, I mean, this is. Aside from like gay icon Annalie Ashford being in the show, <laughs> and um, gay icon Ruthie Ann Miles being in the show, it needs to be gayer than that. Or right, right. We want we want to make the plot line gay. Right, great, great, great. right. Cool. So the meat pies is not. <laughs> oh, here we are. All right. Moving on. Got it. Moving on. (laughs) Done. Great. Great. I mean, that's queer. That that, that makes it happy, too. I'm okay. Is it it, it quite happy yet? I mean, he just gorges himself on the meat pies at the end. That's that's the happy ending. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Happy pride. Happy pride. Happy pride. Okay. The next one I'm going to throw at you, it's a tragic musical. Um is um what else is tragic aida oh again aside from gay icon heather headley right 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 okay and sure who it is <laughs> which again we could have a we could have a whole dissertation about why all these gay icons are from shows that are full of trauma and tragedy but, oh look at you that's and why, true like, like okay. looking at like gay icon Judy Garland being tragic, like all of them are tragic. We love yeah, tragedy. We do. Yeah, that, is, that is a very deep like dissertation. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Why we all love, we love the villains? Like we're all self-loathing. Here we are. <laughs> happy pride. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Um, okay, so, so make it making, happy and gay. Okay, you take this one, Aaron, because I don't actually know how you do that well. I mean, well, to not be. To make it happen, or they don't die at the end. Spoiler alert. Yes. Um. So would then, because they, because it's a star-crossed lovers. It's been a minute since I've really thought about this story. So who places them in the tomb? Amonastra. No, Amonastra does not. It's the it's Zozer, right? No, she has to. For oh, because she wait because Amneris has been betrayed Correct. by them. And so she kills them? 
She has to. And then after that is when she ushers in the peace where like they stop fighting. Oh, but she has to do that. It's like her first thing. Cause she can't be weak in her first, like, Oh, because she has taken over. Right. So it's like, okay. She can't so be weak. You let him do this to her. She has to make a point. So I feel like, um, we go quiet uptown with it where it's forgiveness. Can you imagine? Um, <laughs> Oh, she, or you could totally play with the idea that like, she like, pulls like a like a wicked where she like lets him sneak out a trap door and then she just fills the tomb with sand so then at the end it can be an excavation they find nothing in there but sand and they're like <gasps> oh okay did you just help us with that i did <laughs> <laughs> and actually all that's in the sand is the phantom's mask perfect <laughs> wow okay so we made it happy how do we make it gay yeah, all right, that's your job. How do you make okay. it gay? He's How do gay. we make it gay? I mean, I feel like then Adam Pascal just becomes a woman. No, just <laughs> why don't you just finish the love triangle the other way? Oh, and there is an Aida? 100%. Okay. Whole, and yeah. and all the pharaoh, all the Egypts of his bedazzled. Okay. Oh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I mean, because it's also already pretty gay. I mean, strongest suit, again, gay gay anthem of strongest suit. Fair. And I mean, the like father, like son could totally be like a gay daddy anthem. Perfect. <laughs> Hot. Um, so I got uh, West, Side, West Side Story. Oh. Oh, well, I mean, dance at the gym. Let's mm-hmm. see. We need to change that. Uh, the, 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 yeah, the the fight is actually an orgy. <laughs> Wait, am I going in the wrong direction? There it is. There it is. There it is. And then like, because yeah, because then some, I mean, because making it happy is that they don't die. Mm-hmm. It actually just like, it, it actually just veers into Anne Juliet. Like the whole show, it's just yeah. like a five hour musical. Yeah. And it just veers into Anne Juliet and therefore it's happy and gay. Yeah. Oh, I like and that. T- yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Juliet has and, and, last five years Betsy Wolf. Yes. Perfectly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Connections. Back Done. <laughs> okay. And the last one, since you both know it so well because you did it together, is we'll give you Miss Saigon. Okay. Um God, it's so sad. Yeah. Well, okay, to to make it happier, I mean, to make it happier in accordance with, like, the time the show was written or in 2023? Let's, let's do now. Let's, let's. Okay. So, to make it happier, both Kim and Ellen discover what garbage Chris is. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm very into this already. Uh-huh. Yeah. And... and- yeah, no, and Chris and his best friend are like, what the fuck have we been doing this whole time? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like... Maybe... What's his... <laughs> John. I mean, I, I, would have, I would almost say that, like, Kim and Ellen, like, see the error of their ways and, like, throw Chris to the curb. I don't even think they, like, end up together, but it's, like, a good, like, like women empowerment Thelma and Louise situation where they, like... like yeah, go that's Okay. And go and raise this child together, but maybe not necessarily like as lovers, but like. But also, 
think about, you know, the whole song, the good evening, ma'am, don't turn the bed yet, that whole yeah. song. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you think of that being played by both of them, where there's like each note is making them more and more sexually attracted to the other. Like when? <laughs> no, just think about it. Like they must have written the room number wrong. Like I just like you could play that so sexy so that by the end when they're doing the tell me that you're lying, like they're just like whispering to each other. I mean for that. Hot. <laughs> and I'm not even a woman. That's some, yes. that's, some that's steamy stuff. Right? <laughs> and lesbians need more like representation on Broadway. They do. They, they really, do. really do. They really Perfect. do. Instead of like the, instead of just the like producer joke where it's like, I'm a lesbian. Oh, wow. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just true. I mean, are there any other, I'm trying fun, to think. I mean, home? The, the prom and fun home. Fun home. Fun home. Uh, what was that? Uh, Go-Go's one? Well, that was kind of all over the place. Oh, Head Over Heels. Head Over Heels. Yeah. We're getting fun better. We're getting better. There's not a lot. Yeah. We're, I mean, yeah. yeah, we're getting better, but there's not a lot. No, it's true. Color purple. Sort of. Oh, yes. Sorta. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but she's definitely a lesbian. Like, yeah, yeah. But like, it's not like, oh, like it, 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 it's stuck right. in the time period of how yeah. much they could do. Yeah. Right. Right, right. right. How much they could be themselves. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that, with that adjustment to Miss Saigon. And then the, Engineer just ends up being engineer, like no matter what. And, then because, just, all right. and that has been a gay old time. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, um, we tried. Fantastic. Well, that does bring us to the end of our episode. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody check out all the right notes. Um, you can listen to it. You can read it. Um, and um, you find the information in the description of this episode. Um, Dominic, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Congratulations. Thank you, know, you. What a what a what a what a momentous thing um to write a book and and put it out there. So thank, thank you, you for sharing it with us and thanks for talking about it with us today. Thank you so much, you guys. That's awesome. And to end the episode, he'll now be singing Voy que Sabete from <laughs> <laughs> Don't take the Figaro. Don't tempt me, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's in your rep, girl. I know that's in your rep. (laughs) Um, But uh, we we always end our episodes with a quote. What? When do we start doing that? This is the first episode. (laughs) Um, uh, The quote is, Emmett Aoki walked in after six period had already started. That is the first line uh, of... uh, the uh Aaron's um voiceover work uh <laughs> when you there. preview the book on uh on all the sites. Oh right. Yes it is. That's what you hear. That's what that's the mm-hmm. first thing you hear. Yeah. So I wrote it down. Um <laughs> thank you thank you so much for joining us. Uh you can follow us wherever you are on social media at Broad Wasted. Um join our Patreon. We're doing some really fun stuff over there. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and our Facebook group. And then, of course, on Instagram and Twitter at Broadwasted, as I mentioned. Um, you can find us wherever you get podcasts. Uh, so, you know, whatever your podcatcher is, we are there. Um, you know, some things like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, rate and review us there. Five stars, Five, please. please. And thank you. Dominic, um, where can people find you? 
You can find me at dominiclin.com or on uh, <clears throat> Instagram at jdominiclim. Is that right? Yes, yes that's, that's, that's correct. I put it in the description. <laughs> um, and um, fantastic. And then um, I had something stupid and clever to say, and now I can't remember it. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to make a joke. Uh, it's not going to land now, but I'm going to do it anyway because this is uh, our podcast. Um, and uh, where did you grow up again? Oh, Oakland, California. My name is Dominic Lim. <laughs> although, the, although Aaron, I didn't grow up in Oakland. You didn't grow up there? I, oh, <laughs> the truth comes out. Where did you grow up? I don't know anything. <laughs> Concord. Concord. Yes. The Bay Area well, is the Bay Area. <laughs> very 1776 of you to grow up in Concord. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why did um, I th- because because I live in Oakland. And, be- yeah, and because you live there and because your main character is from Oakland or yeah. wherever. Okay, great. Because cool. everything you write has to be based on where you come from. 100%. Yeah. That's all. Awesome. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll thank put the you. Lies, Dominic. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us we really appreciate it everyone go and check that book out for sure um, but as we end every episode we raise a glass you and we say cheers cheers thank you so much for joining us let's order some tofu bad guy it's a good wrestling name too right tofu bad guy Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.